Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Do you, uh, do you give them much of a chance on Saturday night? Do you give the Dolphins much of a chance? I do. I do. And, and this is not like the Homer take. I, I thought it was interesting when the uh, – initial line came out it was what i think kansas city by three and my understanding of this is is arrowhead i think typically even for a regular season game gets three and a half to four points home field advantage and for a playoff game maybe even more so point being like vegas is telling you they think the dolphins are are at least equal to if not better than kansas city on a neutral field despite everything we've seen from miami i think it's a combination of kansas city is not the kansas city that we've seen before um you know the defense is is Good. I I, don't, I wouldn't say elite, and and the offense just can't seem to find much outside of of Isaiah Pacheco with with team zeroing in on Kelsey. So, look, I, I I think when things go sour, when things are great or when they're sour, you always tend to overreact to whatever it is uh, with your your team. And I think with the Dolphins, I think it's fair to say that look, we've we've seen the bad the last few weeks and. And it's looked pretty bad. But I also think if you're a Chiefs fan, you've had to, to watch this all season, especially over the last few weeks. It's been like, man, like this is not the Chiefs that we're used to seeing. So I, I think it's two teams that are going in similar directions and, and they're going to try to find a way to right the ship. And I, I just I, I think it's one of those games that when you combine that and all the elements and, and everything else involved, that you know, it really is an anything can happen type of game. And Clay, I, I know I know the the draw or the media push is going to be Patrick Mahomes versus Tua, you know, the biggest, the biggest offenses, you know, the biggest, two of the biggest quarterbacks, biggest stars in the world. Do you think, and I think this way, I've been trying to, you know, trying to temper people's excitement about it. I think this is more Pacheco versus A-Chan than Patrick Mahomes versus Tua. I don't think those guys are going to throw over 25, 30 balls this game. Oh, I've said the exact same thing. I said the guy that, that, that scares me on, on Kansas City is Pacheco. And, and, you know, I think we've seen it with him in particular in the postseason and, and with big games late in the season. And what I found interesting, we were there with Mike McDaniel yesterday, and he was asked a really good question about why the running game seems to become a bigger deal, not just late in the season, but specifically in the playoffs. And he said something I'd never heard explained, but he said essentially that one of the most complicated things that you do as a, as a football team, not just as an offense, but as a football team, is your run blocking because there's so much involved with it. The pulling, the first assignment, getting to the second level, like uh, looking for extra work. If somebody does, So that kind of stuff takes a long time to build up chemistry for and figure out. So I think it's a combination of, yeah, the weather is going to be awful, 
Um, Kansas City's passing game has struggled because of a lack of weapons. Miami's has struggled, I think, because teams are starting to figure out a bit of what they do in the passing game and, and how to take away what's made Tua great as games go on. But the bottom line is both teams are going to need to lean on that running game, and, and I think it's going to be you know, whichever team has kind of built up that chemistry best that's going to find the most success there. Whether it's running game or passing game, however it plays out, I said to Crowder and Solana at the beginning of today's show, is this a must-win game for Tua? Now, I'm not saying they move on from him if they don't win, but this narrative that he can't win a big game, that he can't win a game in the cold, that when it's on his shoulders, he just can't come through, that narrative, if he goes another season and it was a miraculous season, a season where he's being talked about as the MVP during a portion of a team where a season where the team looks like one of the elite teams in the NFL, um, they go another season without a playoff dub. Does it create this narrative that becomes almost insurmountable for him? Well, I don't think anything is insurmountable because, you know, as long as he's still playing football and as long as he's, he's still the quarterback. But it does become – it's a must-win game until the next must-win game. And, and the narrative – the narrative's already there. And uh, I, I don't – maybe it becomes stronger. I think the thing that the Dolphins have to figure out – there's a really good article in The Ringer on this. Essentially, Tua is amazing when everything is on script, whether it's the first 15 plays that are scripted by Mike McDaniel, or whether it's when his first read is open. It's when he has to go to his second and third read. When the game goes on, and there was a a great – it was a a still, a picture of the Ravens game where they don't even typically play this kind of coverage, where they just sat a safety right there at the the spot where Tua would normally throw the post. And he just, like – he just, like, froze. So what they're going to have to figure out, the Dolphins, is – is this, a, is this a fatal flaw, or is it something that's correctable with Tua? That's the thing that, man, when you play the better defenses, when you get late in the season and, and later in games late in the season, teams start to adjust. How do you adjust back, and, and is Tua able to do that? That's what the Dolphins are going to have to decide. As far as this game goes, I don't know that it necessarily changes it one way or the other because if, if they win this game, I'm with you. I think it's like a uh, – it's such a throw-everything-out-the-door game because of the elements and all that. I think the next one would become the next must-win game. You could say it's all oh, they won because they're going to get – bottom line is if, if Tua is going to be an elite quarterback, either he or the Dolphins have to figure out how to be better off script, and, and they're going to have to figure out if that's even possible. Clay, I imagine um, if I would have told you the Dolphins would win a playoff game coming into this season – those would have been pretty good expectations that they can fulfill tomorrow. But what were your expectations when, you know, they were 9-3 and three and they were going into that Tennessee game? Was it multiple playoff wins? Was it get to the title game? Was it get to the Super Bowl? Like, how, how do you, I guess, look at tomorrow's game and, and decide whether they win or lose how the Dolphins can fulfill those expectations that you had of them at their best moment this season? Well, I would say AFC Championship game was uh, where I expected them to, at, I don't know if that's fair to say, at least get to, but I think that was like the the bar where you would say, okay, yeah, they fulfilled everything that, that they themselves, uh, you know, had kind of set the, the, the foundation to get to. Uh, I, I do think you have to be fair, though. Nobody wants to hear this, but my goodness, the injuries are just insane. Uh, you, you lose two 
Pro Bowl slash All Pro level uh, rushers in in Jalen Phillips and, and Bradley Chubb. Then you you lose Andrew Van Ginkle, who had done a really good job of filling in. You lose Jerome Baker. You, you lose Connor. Wood. Like the the sheer volume of injuries to really good players. I was talking to Jermon Bushrod about this on a podcast yesterday. Like when the Saints lost Drew Brees for a short period of time, and Teddy Bridgewater came in and was great. It was because they had a great offensive line. They had great weapons and. You just can't take away the. You can't just under uh, undervalue the difference in a team when you lose those sorts of guys. So nobody wants to hear that, but I, I still think with this team, you can you can win tomorrow, you can lose tomorrow. I still think there there are big questions about, in particular, the quarterback position that the Dolphins are going to have to make a big decision on in the off season and and how to fix it and and if it's fixable. And look, I will say this for the Dolphins as a franchise. If you go in and beat the defending Super Bowl champs, the best player in the NFL, in 30-degree below zero wind chill, I do think it erases some of the bad. I do th- A lot of the bad. I do think that it, it kind of exercises some demons. And yet at the same time, I don't think it takes away some of the, the key questions facing the organization this offseason. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And, Clay, speaking of them injuries, because right now it's uh, Melvin Ingram and, and Emmanuel Ogba are the edge rushers, and we know we got to get pressure. You have to, you know, you have to get to Patrick Mahomes, make him uncomfortable. Then they signed Bruce Irving and Justin Houston, who combined are 70 years old, 36 and 34. Do you expect them to get a lot of playing time, and is there more icy hot in the locker room? Because those dudes are old as hell, Clay. Well, it was funny yesterday, and it was a combination of, like, a fun moment, but also, like, uh, oh, man, this is really where we're at, where, you know, Tua went over in the locker room, was joking around with, with Irvin and, and Justin Houston, going, all right, we're over here with the OGs now. But it's like, man, hey, this would have been a really good Dolphins pass rush in 2014. But now we're, <laughs> we're in 2024. And it's so I, I think they may get snaps just because they have to, because they're so short on – on bodies and remember like Van Ginkle wasn't just playing edge steps he was also uh, you know before the injuries obviously he was playing some middle line middle linebacker inside linebacker snaps like they're just they're demoralized up in their front seven and I know nobody wants to hear it but it's a, it's a massive issue and Javon Holland is clearly playing hurt Xavier Howard is out like, and and I will say this I thought the defense played well against Buffalo the defense wasn't the reason why they lost this past weekend. Um, and yet I, I think they're going to have to 
toss out a similar performance, not just to that one, but but to what we saw in in Germany. And and the offense is going to have to be much much better in order for them to to come away with a win in this one. I, I would say more efficient. Uh, keep the ball away from Kansas City, and and I think when you have that number of injuries, it just it just adds more to what you're having to do on on both sides of the ball. The the stress really does hit both sides. Clay Ferrero from Local Ten. Would you ever sit out in a game, root on your team in minus thirty degree windchill weather? I would. I would at least go and see how long I would survive, and it would also depend on the magnitude of the game, like playoff game, NFL playoff game, absolutely. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.